Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7. The Fan. All of a sudden, time goes off the clock and we're in third and 17. becomes a hugely critical play in the game. And then Lamar and Zay come up with that play. You know, and I think that's just the outcome of a bunch of hard work. You know, throughout the course of the, of the season on that particular route, but also scramble. Lamar's moving, he finds him. But he hasn't, he hasn't played in a few weeks. He's been kind of on and off with, with kind of nagging kind of injury things. So to me, I kind of attribute it to that. I think the more he plays, the more he practices, gets his technique right. Marlon Humphrey is the least of my concerns. I think he's going to build off that. Yeah, it looked really good. I mean, it's a tough, we had a tough job with those guys. We had, did a pretty good job of neutralizing number 99. <laughs> And uh, he, had, he had his plays, you know, he made some plays, but we also, we got him blocked a number of times too, so I, I was kind of proud of that for the guys. And Well, yeah, it will prepare us, you know, and that's really what it's all about. But really what we're going to be focusing on is doing the best we can to win that game and what we're going to consider a playoff type of environment and a, and a playoff type of a game, you know, that kind of stakes, you know, so that's how our guys will look at it. Well, they might have that environment coming up Monday night in Jack, or Sunday night rather. In Jacksonville, because Jacksonville first place in the AFC South, they've lost two in a row, three of five, but still in a playoff spot right now, the number four seed. If the playoffs started today in the National Football League and in the AFC, Ravens right now all in it to win it, the number one seed. And then, as we know the schedule by now, by heart, you got San Francisco Christmas night, you got Miami, New Year's Eve, and then you wrap up the season January 7th against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So these are all playoff games, essentially, for the Ravens, who could possibly clinch a playoff berth as early as this weekend. But it's it's like the Orioles were like when we got there around early, mid-September. They're no. going to the playoffs. Right. Just a question of where their status would be. That's pretty much what the Ravens are right now but for Jacksonville now they're trying to right the ship a little bit. Oh yeah. Let's not forget there's another team on the field Sunday night. They've lost two in a row. They stink at home. 3 and 4. And they're in first place. The chances of them getting the number 1 seed are I don't want to say long, but they're not 100% out of it. They're two games behind the Ravens, but a win by the Jags, where the Ravens have struggled historically, lost there last year, as a matter of fact, would uh, really make Doug Peterson feel better about the state of his team. The AFC South, by the way, with the exception of Tennessee, yeah. had a dreadful weekend as the Colts, the uh, Houston Texans. Houston, and got blown out, and Jacksonville all lost over the weekend. Yeah, so, uh, I mean... 
the thing about Bob, if any, if 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 Houston or Indy would have won, they'd be tied for first. That's that's what Bob's talking. That's where this division is right now, and that's why it's important. I mean, for Jacksonville, it's huge. Number one, because they got to stop their losing, and number two, struggling at home, and then number three, those other two teams are right on their ass. Yep. You know, so I mean, that's the thing. And and Bob, their home games, they lost to the Chiefs seventeen nine. Uh, they lost to the tech. They got blown out by the Texans at home, thirty-seven seventeen. They got blown out by the Niners, thirty-four three. And then the Bengals beat them, thirty-four thirty-one. And I'm guessing Burrow wasn't there. No, it was last Monday night. Yeah, yeah. So thirty. That's the game where Lawrence got hurt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they like Bob said they have not played well. In, they they've given up a lot of points. Bob, thirty-seven, thirty-four. 34-31. They've given up a lot of points at home. But, as Harb said, these games all have importance, not just for the Ravens' standpoint, but for Jacksonville, for San Francisco, trying to be the number one seed in the NFC. Miami, battling the Ravens for a number one seed in the AFC. And Vinny, who knows what Pittsburgh's status will be at that time. Maybe needing a win to get into the playoffs. And the Steelers and Ravens, no matter the importance of the game anyway, or standings, it's always a close game. There's never a blowout in these two. Well, rarely a blowout anyway. Bob, I think I, I think if the Ravens win, and, and I'll say it right, I, I don't think it's between the Ravens and Miami for number one seed. Because I think Miami's going to lose. I mean, they lost their starting center. They lost a bunch of yeah, dudes Connor in that Williams game. Connor Williams out for the year, yeah. But, I mean, Miami, Bob, the Jets going to be a tough game for them. They're not going to be able to score. And, you know, Tyreek going to be 100% healthy. And Waddle was banged he, he up, too. He got his bell rung, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Jets is going to be a tough game. Then, Bob, they could lose three in a row. Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Hmm. We shall see. It's going to be a very interesting scenario. Because last year, Bob, forward. we know what happened to Miami. They didn't win a game in December. Yeah, and then made Buffalo sweat in the playoffs as they eat yeah. their way into it. But for the Ravens, the difference this December prior to last December and two years ago, December, their quarterback's there. Yeah, eight's there. Yeah, Lamar has missed the last two final months of the season, and if he is there – that gives them a chance to win every single game. And by the way, the Ravens are favored in this game on the road on Monday night by three and a half points against Jacksonville. I think I heard on NFL radio this morning, Bob, when Lamar lines up as their starting quarterback, they win 75% of their game. Oh, he's one of the regular season beasts yeah. of the world. No doubt about that. And the you know, Ravens tend to cook a little bit when – they have a chance to do so. His last December was what, 2020. And, yeah. you know, they got themselves, and that was a crazy year, the COVID uh, debacle where they were playing literally on Tuesdays and, and Wednesdays, but still find a way, found a way in and actually won a game at Tennessee. But John Harbaugh is right on point with that. They understand the importance of these games. The buy is important to them. The number one seed gives you a home field advantage throughout the playoffs for as long as you last. And the stress, for our younger listeners out there, Ravens have been during Harbaugh's era to three championship games and won a Super Bowl. But Baltimore has not hosted an AFC championship game since the very first 
AFC Championship game 1970 when the Colts beat the Raiders at Memorial Stadium. I, I think it'd be so big for the Ravens to have the number one seat and have the bye. I think it'd be huge. Um, you know, I, I just I just think, you know, sitting back and watching everybody else play, Bob, you're going to come in healthy and they're going to come in. Somebody maybe got hurt or they're not going to be as ready as you are. The only negative is if if the team that's coming to you, kind of like baseball, if coming to you, they're hot at that time, everybody's healthy, you know, they're kind of on a roll. Now, in regards to the Ravens' offensive line, we heard John Harbaugh talking about Ronnie Stanley. <clears throat> we just mentioned that Connor Williams out from Miami, lost their starting center here yep. in December. So the Ravens appear to be, not going for Micah, rather healthy on the offensive line. Now, they've had some other guys banged up a little bit, which we'll get to. Kyle Hamilton, Devin Duvernay, just one on the IR. But the O-line, as the Ravens look to run the ball and look to keep Lamar Jackson upright, the O-line is looking rather strong from a health perspective. Performance-wise, though, as John Harbaugh said, Stanley coming off one of his better games this year. Yeah. Sunday uh, I, against I, And I would agree with that. But, you know, who'd he play against? He's... He's got to have one of his better games Sunday night. Josh Allen is going to be, is legit. So, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that was a good game for him to come back to, Bob. I mean, one of my stats was Lamar's going to have all day to throw. Receivers got to get open. The only one you got to be worried about was one guy, and that was Aaron Donald. So, they did a good job with that. All right, so Stanley can build on that one. And he needs to play good. He needs to play really good. Sunday night. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Favorite female artist or band? Send a request to the Plotsport text line at 410-583-1057. Maryland Hoops last night. They blow out Alcorn State. All right, it wasn't all that blowouty first half. Alcorn State actually made Maryland sweat a little bit, but Terps really rolled them in the second half. Six players, double figures. The key here is, now we'll see as the competition level improves. Got Nichols coming up next week. And then you got UCLA looming out of Pauly. 52% from the floor, which has been rare. 46, almost 47% from beyond the arc. Almost 78% from three-point land. They only turned the ball over eight times. So these are all elementary things. Baseball, hey, don't walk, guys. Don't commit errors. Get hits with runners in scoring position. Football, don't turn it over. Don't commit a ton of penalties. I mean, it's the same thing. Maryland did all the things you're supposed to do right to win a game. They shot it well. They didn't turn the ball over. They played strong defense. And they had six guys at double figures as they score a buck five. We'll talk to Jeff Ehrman about this later on in the show. Again, I'm not trying to get into any absolutes with Maryland. It's one game. They're six and four. Once conference play starts to ramp up, we'll see exactly what this real Maryland team, the real Maryland team, is it the one that was getting blown out against good competition, or is it the one that uh, has shown an ability to do the things you need to do to win basketball <clears throat> games? I don't know yet. Ken Wyman and I were talking off the air a couple weeks back. Last year's Maryland team started off great. Made it to like number 11 or 12 in the polls, whatever it was. Then they struggled in conference play. This team struggled pre-conference. They're one and one. Maybe they pick up the pace later in the season. I have no idea. 
what's going to happen. We're going to find out soon enough. But a win last night, 17 straight at home for the Terps. They haven't lost since last year against UCLA at the Xfinity Center. So congratulations to them. The Wizards and the Caps could be moving to Northern Virginia. Hmm. And we were talking before the show, Chuck Sapienza, DC guy. Vinny worked at DC. Chuck's a DC guy. I mean, I got no dog in the fight. I'm a Wizards fan. I guess I'm a Caps fan. I mean, I'm a big hockey guy. But 25-year-old arena, and that's it. We're checking out already. That's what blows my mind. I mean, Camden Yards is 92. Yeah. Texas, the Rangers, have already built and moved to a new stadium since then. You know what I mean? The Braves have already built and moved to a new stadium since then. And now it looks like the Caps and Wizards have built and will move to a new arena arena since then. God knows what happens to the Verizon Center because Georgetown's not drawing flies right now. Yeah. Maybe you'll get an NCAA tournament <coughs> or something or a Big Ten tournament because Maryland's in the DMV. But now it's like Ted Leones is getting all that money from Northern Virginia, Alexandria Crossing or whatever it is. That, it's insane. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ain't to me. Yeah, I feel bad. Like, Bob, there's some, you know, like, right, you know, you've been down to that uh, facility. Multiple times, yeah. All the restaurants right there awesome. and everything. Yeah, the Me- I always go to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, Chinatown's the- right there. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel bad for the people around, you know, the building and stuff there because they're going to be, that's that's how they make their living. So I, I feel, it, it's all about money. You know, that's what sure. it's all about, you know. And you know, if you're Ted Leonsis, I guess you can't blame him. You'd probably do the same thing. You got Virginia probably kissing your ass and handing you tons of money to come here and, you know, and the city won't do it. So, but it's crazy. Again, I have no dog in the fight. Yeah, I don't either. Northern Virginia is going to have the NBA and the NHL. We're assuming, however, that the NFL moves back to D.C. because right now they play in my tax dollars help pay for that piece of crap. It is. Yeah, I, I think. Bob, I would say 100% that the football, t- the back where I'm guessing it's going to be right back where RFK, RFK was. and and Which was a straight shot and, driving and, and, into DC. And, and Bob, let me just say this. If I'm 
the mayor of D.C. or whatever, and I have a choice, all right, I've got to put my money in one or the other, Josh Harris, come to Papa. You know, I'd much rather have the Redskins than the Caps and the Wizards. I mean, the Wizards, Bullets, haven't won 50 games since 1979. Yeah. I mean, the the commanders their lineage is undeniable certainly since 1970 69 through george allen joe gibbs etc etc it's video 80 1057 the fan if you want to get in you can four ten five eight three one oh five seven it's woman crush wednesday ravens three and a half point favorites at jacksonville number one seed is there for the taking are they up for the challenge Vinny and haiti put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 105.7 The Fan. Nine out of ten times, you're probably not going to get the ball. You know, so you don't want the one time to be maybe that you didn't think you are going to get the ball, maybe be the one that slows down a little bit. But to Rashad, he's been running those routes all year fast. He's been taking the top off coverage, doing a great job of that. He plays really hard. That's John Harbaugh a couple of days ago. John Harbaugh, by the way, will meet with the media later on this afternoon, as will Lamar Jackson and others ahead of this Jacksonville matchup coming up on Sunday night. But the question was about Rashad Bateman appearing, Vinny, to put his foot on the brake, make a business decision, if you will. On a deep ball? Tracking a deep ball there. And you just heard John Harbaugh. Explanation was acceptable, unacceptable, defending. Uh, John's always going to defend the players, you know, and he's going to talk to them privately. You know, kind of, I, I, I just think that he thought the ball, he thought it was not, it wasn't coming. Then all of a sudden, oh crap! Here, I gotta, I gotta get going again. That's kind of, that's kind of what I saw. Is like I, I run a post, I'm open, and then it's like, damn, and then it's like, oh, now it's coming. Didn't the safety eventually kind of get over there anyway? Towards he, the end, it was a backfield corner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. You know, and. Throwing it late like that was it's not good because that that's that guy's job is to fall back in. So I think my guess is when Bate probably saw the corner coming over, they ain't throwing it to me. I got two guys on me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's gotta be somebody coming underneath. <clears throat> so I guess live and learn from the tape. But that was actually it was a bad decision by Lamar. And we'll do the film study coming up at 11.30, Ravens offense. We'll get to the defense later on in the program. But Mike Preston wrote about this a couple of days ago in The Sun that it appeared as though Rashad Bateman punched the old time card in the second half, maybe it was where everyone else was giving it the college try. I'm breaking out all sorts of cliches, by the way. I apologize for that. But you know, maybe he was not as engaged as his teammates may have been. Well, Got no targets. Had four targets in the first half. Had none in the second. Yeah, Aguilar stepped up in the second yeah. half. So, uh, um, uh, if they're calling, he knows if he's going to, if he's, when you go out there, you know if you're primary. So, um, I guess his number wasn't called at all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a primary guy. And if I'm, you know, if I'm just running backfield routes, you know, I know I'm not. As a receiver, you know if you're going to get the ball or not get the ball. You know, you have a pretty good feel like, well, if it doesn't go to him, then it's coming to me because that's the but, read. But, okay, when you did the fill, I mean, I don't know how closely you're watching number seven there, but I'm sure, you know, 
the coaches do. Yeah. Do you notice, like, well, even though you might not have been the primary, there was still a responsibility to do this, that, right? Because the other thing, you, you, like, that's a good point, Bob. Because you do have a responsibility. Because, like, let's just say he's he's running the clear out on the post. You're running the clear, and maybe it was, and and that's why on the third and seventeen play that his clear out helps Zay Flowers. So I I didn't. I mean, Bob, I didn't pay that much attention. You know, I'm watching the guys who's getting the ball and stuff, and I didn't notice him, like, jogging off the ball or doing those kind of things. I didn't notice that. It's video at Haney 105.7, the Bad Woman Crush Wednesday. Anything you want to hear? Favorite female artist of bands and request plot support text line at 410-583-1057. We'll get that song in. Ravens three and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. Maryland blows out Alcorn State last night. Down at the Xfinity Center. Bowl game start, believe it or not, college football this weekend. So we got a lot to get to, and we will get to as much as we can. Let's go to Baltimore. Get Ray. Ray, what's up? Hey, man, I know why you said that. What's up, man? We, we going to work it out, man. I swear, man. I, I'm in transition mode, Bob. You got uh, bad with me, man. I, got, I, got I hear a lot you, dude. Going on. <laughs> but we going we, we, we to work it out because even though I don't necessarily drink anymore, uh, you know, you know, whiskey age as well. So I may want to crack it in 2025. Man, I got, so, dude, whenever you're ready, just let me know. We'll take care of this. I owe Ray, uh, by the way, for those who know what we're talking about, before the baseball <laughs> season, Ray predicted the Orioles would win 90 games. And I said, oh, I could see 88, maybe some wild card fun. And the Orioles obliterate 90. They win a 101. So I owe Ray a gallon of Jack Daniels. And he will get that when he's ready. Absolutely, absolutely. But... You know, having said all that, um, you know, hopefully, speaking of the Orioles, hopefully the Ravens can learn from the past and not wet the bed, you know, when it comes to having a bye and not being ready. Because we've seen what happened with the Orioles, and we also seen what happened with the Ravens in 2019. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that, that can get that out the way. But on a much, much lighter note, I got a question from my favorite Paisan, Vinny. So when you see everything that's going on in New York, um, as far as Tommy DeVito, I know it got a, you know, even though we had our own Python here in Flacco, you know, it's a different story. You know, Flacco is Jersey Python, too, yep, but yep. It, it's, a, it's a different, you know, I guess it's a different kind of story when it comes to the fact that Tommy DeVito is from, you know, North Jersey. You know, I date an Italian from there, so I, I know that whole, you know, area well. So how do you feel? Do you feel like at the end of the day, because of the, you know, the way – and I, I get it. It's a novelty right now so far. But do you feel like because of the public pressure of the media or because of the fan base, whatever the case may be, that, you know, Tommy can legitimately have a chance to um, compete with Danny Dimes next year for the spot? And how do you feel as an Italian man looking at, you know, I guess a lot of people are kind of getting over the fact of, all the stereotypes that come with the Jersey Italian. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Tommy DeVito's chances? And I'll talk to y'all later. All right, Ray. Thank you very oh, much. Man, I, I don't – Bob, I got no problem with – I mean, I'm – my dad was from East Harlem. You know, grew up in East Harlem with <laughs> so all he the – he was uh, a New York Italian. Yes. Yes. So I don't – I don't have – to me it looks like uh, – you know, I mean, that guy looks – Who'd you, who, who, not Danny DeVito. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. 
It looks like uh, Goodfellas or whatever, I you say, know. And, and look, we don't want to get into stereotypes. I'm an Irish Catholic, and the assumption is we all drink a lot. And I do live down to the stereotype. It's all good there. But it was a picture of the agent on his phone. It was one of those <coughs> memes. Nolan Reed goes, hey, is this Jersey Mike's? He's ordering a song. It's Vinny and 80, 1057. The Fed, if you're on the phones, we'll get you when we come back. Your predictions, early concerns for Jacksonville. Ravens back in practice today. Jags have lost two in a row, three of five. They are still in first place in the AFC North. Right now, they be the number four seed in the playoffs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Plans to bring him on the roster. Yeah. I haven't talked to Eric yet about the details of it, but that would be my anticipation. All right, don't sound so excited about it. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about Demarion Pepe Williams. Pepe. Coming back. He and he was officially activated last night. Former uh, draft pick, it was him and Armour Davis coming in out of the college ranks to uh, bring the secondary some much-needed depth. If any you thought Armour Davis, if he could stay healthy, would be a starter at some point. It hasn't worked out really for either guy. But who, who did they have to put down to bring up Pepe? Well, DuVernay went on the IR, but they just signed Malik Harrison, or Malik um, Cunningham. Cunningham, excuse me. To the uh, active roster from New England, as we talked about yesterday. So somebody had, somebody's got to, doesn't somebody have to go, Norm? I don't think they had a spot. Uh, I think Jeff Zarebeck said that uh, there was a vacant spot after Andrews was placed on IR. They were just rolling with with an empty spot. Okay. That's how good they are. We don't even need a full allotment of players. Yeah. We won 37-31 in OT. <laughs> we'd have had Pepe. Yeah. yeah, here's Jeff. Uh, Pepe Williams would be activated to the 53 to take Mark Andrews' spot. It okay. wasn't immediately filled. DuVernay's going on IR with the back, as we talked about. And, of course, uh, Malik Cunningham is coming on to the active roster. Yeah. I, I just think with DuVernay, you know, whether it was, you know, it was probably it's a two- to four-week thing. And if he'd been playing real good, Bob, and was helping as a receiver too. Yeah, but I mean, where he, what he's doing right now for them, and it's two to, and it's a two to four week thing. Yeah, we'll put him on. I, I mean, what's he really providing that somebody else can't? 
It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. You want to get in? Woman Crush Wednesday. That was the Motels, by the way. Martha Davis, that band was pretty big back there. In the early 80s, Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites in Jacksonville. Terps blow out Alcorn State last night. Bowl season starts in college football this weekend. Maryland's bowl game will be uh, December 30th against Auburn down in Nashville. Let's go to Baltimore. It's Rashawn. Rashawn, what is up? Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing, man? Good, man. What's happening? Ain't nothing much, man. Nothing much. Um, big game this weekend. Yep. Um, looking at the game last weekend, uh, well, that Jacksonville game. Looking at the stats, I can actually see the game. You know, see they see they got to um Lawrence what sacked him out four times, man. And uh, who Cleveland? Threw, yeah, Cleveland sacked him four times yep. and uh, threw three what, three interceptions. So, yeah, three um, picks. Yeah. Three picks. Yeah. They got they got pressure on him, and, and a lot mm-hmm. of it. You know, they got some pressure up inside. Garrett caused some problems. I would say this, the right side of the right guard and the right tackle for Jacksonville, they did a pretty decent job. But the center, the left guard, and the left tackle all struggled. Yeah. Well, hopefully they struggled again this, uh, yeah. you know, this well, weekend. I think and, the um, stunts and twists kind of confused mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Matabike and Clowney having a big game. against Matabike them. big time. And, yeah, and Clowney and, uh, put him on the right side. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they should do. So, um I'm thinking too. Maybe he still. You think Lawrence still injured? Like he still hurt because that was a bad injury. I'm surprised he was back this. He week, was so. actually because I lot watched yeah. a lot of that game. He was more mobile, Rashawn, than yeah. I thought he was going to be. He wasn't statuesque. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did get sacked as you yeah. said four times, but he didn't look to be laboring. He yeah. even got out of the pocket a couple of times. Yeah, he had mobility. Plays, yeah. I just watched the film this morning. I guess he's a quick healer there, you know. Um, and that guy, Evan Ingram, having a good game too, man. So I know they're probably going to uh, – Ingram's good. Ingram's yeah, good. They got, good. And that Zay Jones isn't bad. And Ridley. They got three guys that are, that are pretty decent. Just not consistent, yeah, they but they're decent. Yep, yep. Um, I, got a, I got a couple friends going down there to the game this week, and I ain't going to be able to make it. I'm going to be up at, uh, at Ralph Wilson Stadium, man, seeing my Cowboys up in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, so, you got your winter coat. Uh, well, it was going to be pretty decent, about 48 degrees in Buffalo this weekend, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah but you're most, uh, most importantly, bring your crying towel because you're losing on Sunday afternoon. No, no, we're, we're underdog, man, but I don't know why they got a, got them a two-point favorite or three-point favorite, man. That's, that's kind of Have you strange, picked out like a I wing think. place to go to up there yet? No, it's my first time up there. You know, yeah, they got, like I, their wings are awesome. Really? Yeah, that's what they're famous out, for. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check. It. I'm gonna go to the fall, the Niagara Falls, and check that out. Yeah, you don't know, fall off. Little <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't gonna do that. Man. As long as I ain't drinking, you know. Yeah. But uh, this will be my 31st stadium. So after this, I have three more to go, man. You know. So that's what do you got left? Uh, Kansas City, Minnesota, and Detroit. So okay. cold cities. I ain't really, really looking forward to visiting them. But uh, hey, got to do what I got to do, man. Knock them off the list. You're a beast from so. Baltimore, baby. You can make this happen. Yep. Yep. Sorry, right, Rashawn. Right, man, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good one. There's Rashawn going up to see his Cowboys lose to Buffalo. We'll do our picks on Friday, of course. There's a spoiler alert. I'm taking the Bills, who I think might win out and make everybody pee their pants once we get to the postseason. Or they could lose and they'd be done. That's why they play they the game, Bob. They may win the division yet. Yeah, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, how scary are the Bills? Let's go to uh, Joe in Woodbury <laughs> and bring in Bateman. Bateman. <laughs> We're going to talk about Bateman. What's up, Joe? <laughs> oh, no, no, hey, Bob, that was funny. I like that, man. You, me, you ought to be on a comedy show, man. Yeah. Anyway, I was listening to Rashawn, commend him on almost 
getting his bucket list to govern the yeah, the Cowboys. Hopefully they will lose. But, no, man, I was talking to Joe, and I was thinking about all the rapport that the Mars had with every receiver since he took over in 18. And I was like, it seems like him and Bateman have struggled to connect ever mm-hmm. since Bateman been here. Granted, he was hurt his first two years. And, Vinny, I remember how you stressed about when he had that abdominal thing going on, yep. that he should have got it checked out before the season started, before training camp. But, the, you know, the, 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 the Ravens dropped that ball. So now I'm thinking, like, well, who did they draft since Lamar? First there was a, a Marquise. Then they went and got that goddamn on what was his name from uh uh was it Notre Dame or Penn State? Where uh Vinny's boy, oh, Miles yeah. Boykin. Boykin. Boykin, yeah, oh man, oh man, oh that was a fumble right then and there. Then they got another turn. He could block. They got Mister P. Perryman. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking, uh, is Bateman a combination of Boykin and Perryman, and will he ever be what they want him to be? Because I was sitting there saying, I'm ready to cut bait. Then I said, you know what? Let's give him a chance to come back in training camp. Hopefully, I have a phenomenal training camp, and hopefully, if he stays healthy and the season starts off for him real well. Other than that, he'll be on the trade block next season, in my opinion. For me, I'm just saying, yeah. and I don't know what we'd get for him because we need a complimentary receiver to the. I mean, look, look what Aguilar has done since he's been here. I mean, you know, I think all the receivers that Lamar has to. Has, has thrown to since he's been here. It's been a lot. I was trying to count them off. I lost count. You know, anywhere from um, the dude they got from New Orleans and, and uh, um, um, what's the name's favorite? Jerry. I mean, um, not Jerry. Um, uh, what, what's, what's the guy that won the show? His favorite. Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree was his favorite. John Brown. I mean, the list goes on and on. But if he could ever get rapport with Bateman, you remember that first man? His fresh, first year here, he hit him with a slant and he went and took yep. him to the house. I'm wondering now, should they run more offense for him underneath and let others clear out to get him started early? Now you say, uh, um, Benny, like, yeah, get Jerry Rice the ball early so he'll feel mm-hmm. engaged. Yep. Maybe they should try that with Bateman. First. Well, they have. He had four. He had two catches in the first half. He had four targets. Second half, hey, they thanks, didn't even Joe. target him. And that's what you know maybe yeah. led to his uh, you know alleged disengagement. But going back to Joe's point about the wide receivers, 2019, right? 14-2, 12 wins in a row. Number one seed in the AFC. Vinny, how many receivers from that year's team are still on the team? Receive, not tight ends, receivers. From 19? From 2019. That would have been Duvernay's first year, right? No. Oh, none. Zero! 0.0. How many are still in the NFL, Bob? Well, Hollywood is. Uh, Seth Roberts is not. Willie Sneed's on a practice. Long. He's on a practice squad somewhere. Boykin's in Pittsburgh. Chris Moore's in Tennessee, I believe. He's catching some balls. Houston. Yeah, he, he yeah. caught a couple the other day. Is it Houston or Tennessee? He's in there somewhere. He's been with both in the last since he left the Ravens. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, he's still in the league. Uh, Jalil Scott, I believe, is no longer. In the NFL, and Lamar still led the NFL in touchdown passes that year. If you're on Anders. the phone, if you're on the phones, hang tight. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Coming up at eleven o'clock, Todd Karpovich will be joining us. Welcome him back to the program. Talk about the Ravens. He's going to be on the WGK Law phone lines like everybody else is. Whip around eleven fifteen. A lot going on in the world of sports last night. 
and historically from of local interest and film breakdown of the Ravens offense. They put up 37. There was a special team score, obviously, but what went right for the Ravens offensively against the Rams? Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Todd Karpovich, BaltimoreSports.com, is going to be joining us top of the hour. Preview the Ravens in Jacksonville with him. Stay tuned for that. Whip around 11-15. Maryland gets a big win. All win, let's just say. It was big in a point spread. Took Maryland laying the 20 and a half. You were golden. Six players at double figures, almost 47% from three. Now, is that fantasy land? It's just an illusion. I'm leaning towards that. Maybe give him some confidence. I mean, right now, like uh, Lamoth hit a couple threes in garbage time. Uh, Kaiser was banging threes. Noah Bachelor. We'll see. I mean, they're shooting 22% for the year, which is atrocious. One of the worst in the country. I mean, how much better could they be if they get just to like 32%? But anyway, don't want to look too far ahead. We will talk Maryland basketball and football as the portal all up in there. Jeff Ehrman inside MarylandSports.com. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens offense against the Rams. And the Ravens had some big plays. Why did they come out throwing instead of running the ball? Now, granted, it was in the rain. But it didn't rain as much as we thought it was based on weather. Wasn't as report. windy as we thought sure. it was going to be. And that that's the key. I mean, offenses in the rain, they want to throw it. Especially if your quarterback can throw it. Doesn't have a problem with a wet ball. That's that's the best time to throw it because you know where you're going. The defense doesn't. Yeah, it looked like two teams that adjusted very well. No doubt. To the weather. Let's go to uh, Reisterstown. It's Kai. Kai, what's happening? Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, I, I missed you guys last week. I was under the weather, but I'm back now. I'm back now. And uh, nice. if, you're com- if you're coming up Route 70, you might want to turn around, man. We stuck at a standstill on this mountain. I think a uh, dump truck flipped over, so we just sit there. But look, uh, hey, uh, Haney, first of all, your nephew, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about the boxing, man. But let me just say this. It was a very disappointing fight as far as Reed is concerned. Yeah, you know, man. He threw the last. Uh, he, I think he threw the most. He made history by throwing the last punch. Uh, punch he landed punch. thirty-eight punches for the fight. I Crazy, think. Right? I think Kai when he got clipped with that. Uh, what was it? A right hand to put him down. He was and he was getting his ass beat the first two rounds to begin with. But when he got dropped, I don't think he expected my nephew to punch as hard as he did, and he was kind of in cautious mode for the rest of that fight. Well, well, let me tell you, your nephew and his dad, Bill Haney, I think they own us right now. Your uncle, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I love my, I love my guy Tank, and that's my guy. The, the resume is starting to, it's starting to add up. This, I mean, these two guys have to fight. They have to make this happen sometime next year. I mean, if you look at what Devin Haney did, man, he went across the pond to take the belt from uh, Cambosos. He, sure. he, he took the, he fought uh, Gamboa for the lightweight George Linares. He beat JoJo Diaz. Uh, he beat Lomachenko. Well, that Lomachenko. Hey, that's debatable. But I'm, not, I'm sure you saw, Kai, before we get to your Ravens question, that Amazon Prime's picking up the PBC from Showtime, and they're saying the Tank's going to lead or kick off their pay-per-view stuff in March. Maybe that'll be the fight, him and uh, Haney. That'd be awesome. Well, 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 well I, I think so, too. But Devin Haney going to have to agree to the 10% because Tank already told him he's going to give him 10%. And, um, right. 
and that's what uh, he offered Shakur. So Tank came back and said he'd give him ten percent. But we'll see how that goes. That's the fight of the year. What's up, Vinny? Look, the Ravens, Vinny, and look, who is number one on your dirty dozen? Because I, I heard I, Sam I Fran. Why? Why and not? I, and you know, because why not the Ravens? Well, I'm, I'm Sam you. Fran's been Sam Fran's been dominating everybody. I mean. To me, right now, they're the most complete team. Offensively, defensively, everything. But they say that about the Ravens. We are the most complete team. Offensively, if you, if you match it up, quarterback. We got uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, tight end. They got Kittles. We, get, we got Likely. Okay, all right. On the outside, Debo. Okay, OBJ. Flowers. Okay, Ayuk. I'm just saying, Vinny, that the – McCaffrey. Was, I'm a, uh, yeah, McCaffrey. Okay, we got two guys. Trent Williams. Well, Best left tackle in the league. Okay, I give you that. But coaching, I give to San Fran. Schematically, to San Fran. I believe the Ravens can beat anybody left on the schedule. If I believe that too, but I just think right now, San Fran went up to. They've been blowing people out. They blew Jacksonville out in Jacksonville. They went up to Philly and and puffy pants them. Okay, if we blow Jacksonville out, Bob Haney, by at least two scores. Two touchdowns. Did, did, did that put us up there? Because I just feel like if, if the coaching staff schematically, they can blow a lot of teams out if they can. If they come out and 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 play the game they that you know the Ravens can play like give Zay Flowers the ball. I like what uh, Joe said too. Uh, Joe just called. Give Bateman some slants early in the game. They try to. Sometimes it seems like Bateman can't get off the damn uh, off the block, but. Let me let me just say this, you know. Hey, thanks, Kai. We're coming up on the because I think Bob, like um, Odell, made adjustments on two routes. I don't know if Bateman has the awareness or confidence or whatever that Bateman has to, or Od- Odell has to do that. And Zay Flower would have had Zay Flowers would have had two more catches. Yeah, he dropped two passes, and it happens. And We're he had all ten human. targets. Yeah, so. and you know, and Bateman's probably saying, "Damn, I get." Four. But I don't think. That San Francisco, and this is it's all debate, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's not a scientific process, but them being number one in power rankings, I don't think that's egregious. I don't at all. think anybody would have I, I bet you if you look at any power rankings, Baltimore's not number one in any of them. I think San Francisco's almost unanimous yeah, number one in most power rankings. It's Vinny and Haney one oh five seven the Fed. Hey, Ravens can answer that question on the field coming up on Christmas night. Todd Karpovich. We'll talk Ravens with him. BaltimoreSports.com joining us on the WGK Law. Bone lines whip around 11-15. We got film study of the Ravens offense and the win against the Rams. If you want to get in, you can. It's 410-583-1057. It's Woman Crush Wednesday here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.